This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the 2022 Knowles 24-7 Draft, take two. We are here to welcome you to witness the commiseration of this historic annual at this point event <laughs> between General Manager Brendan Ca- Business Casual Brendan Sinone of the Landing Stickers, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who objectively cares way less about this than Brendan, Box Checkers GM, Christopher Nee. We've got our two analysts extraordinaire with Coach Adam Brown, Kevin, floating head next to Dog Man Little. Guys, how are we dog. doing? We are. It's a very small dog. We are back, and we are here. Are you excited? I I can't contain myself. It's absolutely you are bursting at the seams, Christopher. I've never seen you. You're just a ball of uncontainable energy. Brendan, how are we doing? We're looking good. We're professional, but we've got a little bit of the chest meat showing. I, I know you're here for business. This is the tank, the thank the tank that led FSU to a four-game win streak and almost made them bowl eligible last year. So I'm ready to go. because Great. Yeah, that's right, Brendan, because everybody's definition of success was the 2021 Florida State football season. So that's great that you brought that out. Adam, Kevin. How art thou? Are you ready to analyze these for sure controversial picks that will be coming through by these general managers? I'm just here to make fun of Brendan. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, plenty of to work with. This up. But it In occurs to me that we we didn't boo Trey, the commissioner. Should we all just ah, boo him? Yeah, we, we do need to boo. We need Bring the atmosphere. It in. All Bring right, it let's, in. let's let it go. Let's go. Go go go. Boo! Come on. Pretend like it's one of Brendan's Technically, we're the owners, and the owners love Goodell. So, hey, I'm just Well, I'm not an owner. That's a good point. That's right. Man of the unpeople, Commissioner Trey Rowland. Now, listen, let me get to a little bit of formatting, a little bit of housekeeping. Each one of our general managers will be selecting one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, five big offensive linemen, a flex of their own choosing, On the defensive side, two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, two linebackers, five defensive backs. We're going to be going in alternating order, and we're going to be giving it to – thank you, Rob. I appreciate your hate. Let it it shower (laughs) over me. Um, Brendan will be going first. Uh, We were going to have some objective system, rock, paper, scissors, but he cares about this so much more than Chris that Chris has abdicated the decision. And I think a subtle flex because he's going to smoke Brendan so bad. As the commissioner, I have no sides in this. We are all friends here. And uh, I care about nobody but myself, much like real commissioner Roger Goodell. Boys, before we get to round one, pick one, is there anything that you, Jim Oaks, would like to say? We will have analysis after each round. We're going to let the two boys up in the top left uh, analyze and hopefully besmirch these picks. Anything before we get to business? 
no. I, I, I got something. Uh, oh, I want to apologize. Prepared, prepared statement. <laughs> not surprised whatsoever. I want to apologize to not just Chris Knee, but his entire family, all the knees, for what I did to him last year. It was a bloodletting. I didn't mean to embarrass him that much. Uh, mm. I can't believe that anyone at in real live time thought that his team was even close to the landing stickers. Now, the box checkers got absolutely... I'm gonna not swear. Uh, they got no, do skull. Do they it. got skull effed. Uh, <laughs> well, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> so, while Brendan has wow. thought about this every day for the last 365, I have thought about it for a total of zero days. I've got notes. I've got analytics, and that's why you lose. Wait, by by what metric did you win, Brendan? Um, that he started Tate Rodemaker and Travis J was his backup quarterback. I had the I offensive mean, MVP and the defensive MVP. I mean, I don't. I, I, what do you want me to do? I had the better team. That's the metric. Kev. You had McKenzie. You had McKenzie Milton too. Yeah, as like, my, well, that was you know, loss in and of itself. Well, you know what? One loss, but yeah, I was a lot closer to the five than Chris Knee's team was. That's all I got to say. They had the production and the morale poor. The Chris Knee's taken down like uh, like the Starks and and Brendan's own version of the Garnet Wedding. We'll see if that will continue or if Chris will get his just revenge. Um, let, now, is there with the draft, you can't really measure a winner and a loser. Obviously, ESPN does it because they don't have intelligent analysis. So they try to tell you a winner and a loser night of. Are we going to be tracking results to see who won it? I will also make you guys. Brendan's have going games. to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we have an objective, quantifiable measurement system where we take the amount of total offense percentage wise from each team that was accounted for in the real uh, season production. The okay. amount of Talk tackles, yeah, the amount of tackles maybe for defense. Uh, not that that's the end all be all. How do you measure offensive line? Uh, and then we'll do snaps for the offensive line and percentage of that. And whoever has the, you just add those three together and math. I think that's how we do it. We're making picks tonight, right? Oh yeah, we're definitely going to have some hot take. Who won the draft analysis? And if it's really bad, I might just actually, as the commissioner and judge, I might just declare an immediate winner. I can see Chris caring about this less and less as the metrics of the measurement are being read. So I'm going to go before Papa Bear goes to sleep. Bang bang, Cactus Jack, let's rack. Okay, round one, pick one. The first pick goes to the general manager of the landing stickers. Brendan, uh, think hard about this one. Shuffle your binder. Let me know what you got. Well, with the first overall pick of the 2022 Knowles 24-7 draft, the landing stickers will select why – sorry. Not... Let's do it. Got He's number two. We're saving him. Uh, clearly, Jordan Travis is the one and only clearly pick that makes Jordan sense Jordan Travis – Clearly, so I will go Travis. as as president of the J Trav uh, fan club, J Trav Hive. I'm thrilled to announce uh, Jordan Travis has joined the landing stickers. Makes sense. I'm giving him a big old uh, male appropriate hug right here as he gets his dope jersey from me. Bring it in. Hug, hug, hug. I'm hugging the X's and Knowles logo right now as we speak. <sighs> Round one, pick two. Box checkers. You're on the clock. I'm going with a left tackle, so I'm going with Robert Scott, who I expect to be FSU's starting left tackle. Ooh, I like that. Foundational prospects throughout. Let's kick it to the box. I've wanted to say that my entire life. Let's kick it to the box, Adam and Kev. What do we think of round one? Uh, I mean, anytime you take an offensive lineman in the first round, you're going to get a win in my book. Um, I was supposed to be up there with Kev and Bill Belichick's house. Uh, Shout out Bill Belichick and his wonderful table and his uh, cutish-looking dog. Yeah, I mean, Brendan dropped the ball here. 
Um, you know, Jordan Travis, <laughs> is he going to stay healthy all year? You know, we've already been through this in the old 24-7 court. Clearly, Chris came prepared going with the Robert Scott. You go with the, you know, you go with the true all right, the 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 program building positions corner like stuff. tackle. They're not they're, over quarterback. They're not find. Yeah, I I I quarterbacks on this roster. What? What are you what are you saying? We're Ken? going by yards accounted for, man. He gets passing yards and rushing yards. He ain't getting a damn thing without Robert Scott. I mean, Robert Scott, they're going by snaps. Robert Scott might as well be anybody else starting. I mean, how do you choose Robert Scott over Dylan Gibbons? You know, like what what is that? Thought process if, if oh, snaps or the measurements absolutely that we're going after. Smart guy says smart if, stuff. If um, you're going to go offensive offensive line, I I don't know. We got well, we'll, we got too many competitive tackles on this team. We'll see. I thought the first pick was a no brainer. I liked Chris's um immediate pandering to Adam Brown for going. I I don't know if you're going <laughs> for the full like legitimate victory, but I think Chris is going for the night of victory to send Brendan into a very deep uh, tailspin of psychosis. So I respect that, and I hope this is a theme that continues to run. Let's move to round two. We're just going to do alternating because, like Chris said, um, he wants to keep it simple, and I don't know if he cares that much. (laughs) However, that could be a ploy because I'm starting to see that him needling Brendan might be the biggest care of all. So, Brendan, you're on the clock again. Landing stickers, round two, pick one. So with the... Second pick uh, in round. No, wait, never mind. I'm butchering. Round two. Was, we're we're <laughs> one round in. We're it's my second two. pick. Yes. Woo! All right. So I'm going to go to a position that I think has uh, some questionable depth, not bad depth, but one I, I'm taking, I think, the second best player on the roster and a position that I think is kind of thin uh, compared to some others. I'm going to go with all ACC safety, Jamie Robinson. Mm. Wild card. Could do a lot Ooh, of things, man. After my heart, right there, Jamie Robinson, second best player on the entire roster. Think about that, analyst. See if you agree. I don't know if that's a. I think that's fairly defensible, but I want to hear your thoughts. Box checker right. GM Christopher Knee. Um, round two, pick two. The box checkers select. Fabo Lovett will knock out all three of the ACC kickoff representatives for Florida <laughs> State here in the first four picks. Yeah, obviously the one, the one that doesn't that stands out. Obviously, I think Fabo is the dude who's kind of the captain of the defense. What have you seen from him in the in the camp season? Have, has he progressed? Obviously, it's a guy that all the talent in the entire world. A lot of flashes last year. What have you seen? Have you seen his game sort of evolve this year, or more of just what you've expected? He's just he's in spectacular shape. He he's a guy who's very much about his business because he wants to move on to that next level. I think they're very excited about what he brings. They've allowed some of those reserve defensive tackles to get a little more at-bats in place of him because I think they're very, very confident in what he brings to the table. But I think he's an all-ACC candidate at a position that there's some really great talent within this league competing with him. All right. Kev Kuyper, Adam McShay, what do you guys think? Round two, Chris loading up in the trenches. Brendan? Making some solid picks. Who's winning the draft so far? Uh, Kevin, you go first this time, dog man. Yeah, I think I think I'm a big fan of the Jamie Robinson pick. Uh, I think he was a steal at number three. Uh, <laughs> Adam has visibly disgusted. <laughs> but I, I like the Fabian Lovett pick. I think that's a solid a solid choice. He's he's going to be one of the better defensive linemen in the ACC this year, and I I'm fully in support of that pick at number four. 
What do we think, Adam? What do you think about Jamie Robinson, second best player on the team according to general manager uh, Tynek? AB hates. He is not a Jamie Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> first off, Brendan clearly doesn't even value his own talent because Jamie Robinson's the best player on this football team. Um, Thank you. Steal. Yeah. Steal. Yeah, it was a steal. It was a steal, and I was going to really sing your praises until you said something ridiculous like second best player on this football team. So I'm going to continue to ride the Chris Knee box checking train <laughs> and say that he is rolling, steamrolling his way to a victory early on in this draft. I feel like there's some bias here with his analyst. Maybe just a little bit. I think he's getting insider information. Dumb stuff to follow it up. It is what it is. Just two big boys riding each other. Nothing weird about that at all. Let's move to round three. Landing stickers. Round three. Pick one. You're on the clock. All right. Give it to me. Give it to me, Specs. Third round. The landing stickers are going to build around their franchise quarterback with a potential franchise wide receiver. Someone who's been played really, really well lately. Six foot seven, mammoth wide receiver, Johnny Wilson. Ooh, he's got that size, and you can't teach that. That's a fact. Interesting, especially. I can't wait to get the analyst's thoughts on this one. This is a guy whose stock has really been showing up through the pre-draft process here in camp. I'm interested to see, but we will get to that when the time is right. Christopher, bang, bang, knee. Who do you pick? Round three, pick two. I'm going with running back Trey Benson. I think he will be the starter at season's end. I think he may be the best offensive player on FSU's roster. I like that too. Interesting with only one running back spot. We do have a flex, which can be, you know, populated however you choose. But with one true running back spot, I do believe there's actually more value in the running back position in the much more official, much more respected Knowles 24-7 draft than the NFL draft. However, I'll let the analyst decide. Kick it to the booth. Adam, Kev, what's good? Yeah, I mean, uh, Johnny Wilson felt like a bit of a reach. Um, mm. But, you know, you you did need to go get a playmaker there for Jordan Travis. I'll say this much, though. Um, Trey Benson's been the guy uh, here early in camp. I think that trend continues into the season. Uh, and You know, it's nice to get it back that you think you're going to be able to get a 1,000 yards out of. Those aren't growing on trees on this roster. Um, so it makes sense. Plug and play in there behind Robert Scott. Strong defensive middle, strong run game. I like how it's going so far. Mm, pandering to the atom. Uh, what do you guys think, Kevin? Do you think that Trey Benson is going to take the first, like the first handoff? Is he going to be the absolute like starter for game one? Do you think? Um, I, I would say if if last year didn't exist, he he definitely would. Um. I, I think he probably has earned it in in camp based off what we've heard, but uh, depending on <laughs> depending on how. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, my I mean, god! I, I think well, very. I think he's going to have the most running back yards. I think this is a good pick. I I much prefer Chris's pick um, over Brendan's <laughs> pick in this round. Um, I'm as big of a Johnny Wilson shill as it as it comes, but uh, I think this was a little bit too high on a guy that's that's kind of got boomer bust written on them high risk high risk pick uh depends a lot of variability i will say the theme of doing all j's is pretty dope uh the triple j <laughs> yes, uh, landing stickers and i will <laughs> I say i'm 
I'm objective. I, it, well, all three names start with J, Brendan. That's what alliteration means. Jesus Christ. You didn't do the whiskey a little bit too early this morning. You did a good job and you didn't even mean to. Anyway, it's round four. It's pick one. Starting to see a little bit of separation in the draft strategies of both of the GMs. I can't wait to see Brendan maybe the, start loosening the tie a little bit, sweat off the brow when things get real serious. But Brendan, round four, pick one belongs to thee. <sighs> The Trey Benson pick hurt me a little bit. I was hoping I was could kind of wait that out a little bit, but you know, that's uh, that might be the the best skill player uh, on the roster that Chris has got in the third round. Uh, I will go in the fourth round here with, you know what, Chris hurt my feelings. I'm going to hurt his back. Defensive end slash defensive tackle, Fox, interior pass rusher extraordinaire, Dennis Briggs, uh, someone who is, in my opinion, ascending a breakout candidate if there ever was one. Dennis Briggs breaking the J train, but in a very appropriate way with a very good player. Big things we expect out of him this year. Dennis Briggs. That's a good pick, Chris. I can see you sweating a little bit. You say you don't care, but you're a liar. <laughs> Round four, pick two belongs to you. How do you respond? So Sonona's right. I do love me some Briggsy. Love the kid's approach. Mature young man. He's going to be a hell of a player. But I'll take Jared Verse because he'll produce more. <sighs> now we're talking a little bit i want to go right i want to go right to the boop i want to go right to the booth i said the boop my bad maybe we'll call you guys the boop from now on because i think that's a little bit more catchy right to the boop all right boop i want i want immediate reaction what do you think they both went defensive end but what do you think of the the diverging strategies here chris by the way fat in the trenches uh, yeah, I, I thought uh, interesting strategy that Brendan played to Chris's feelings more so than trying to build a good roster. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that's going to work out. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Uh, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see how that one plays out over time here. But I thought Chris is going to get more production um, with some of the flashier stats. But I do like Dennis Briggs, uh, one of those guys that I actually called one of the better pass rushers on the team last year. Uh, and I think we're going to see that play itself out even more this season. Um, so I like that pick for Brendan a lot. I think following up with the Jared versus pick is uh, is solid because Mercy's going to flash. He's he's going to make plays. Who's going to have more snaps, Adam? Like we think that we think that Verse is going to have the flashier snap uh, stats, but do we, from a snap count perspective, do you think that Briggs actually has a better chance to play more? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, you're gonna you're you're gonna see a healthy dose of uh, Derek McClendon. You can slide uh, Dennis Briggs inside where I don't think that that's necessarily a strength for Jared Verse at this point in his career. Um, so it makes some sense that Dennis Briggs might might outsnap Verse uh, over the course of the season. Kev, we went end for end. Who who wins in your opinion? Well, I think not only did did Chris get the, the guy that will probably rack up the the higher numbers here, but I think. I think the real devastating part is that Brennan missed the opportunity to continue the alliteration on mm, pretty similar choices. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to reach for I mean, Darian Jones or Jarrett Jackson. There. Uh, you could have got Jared Verse. <laughs> oh, damn board. it. Ooh, oh, my God. It was God. the other defensive end on Chase the board, the and you missed Chase the, the alliteration chance. Uh, uh, that's literally... unacceptable GMing right there. Oh. Jerome Powers was there. I know I'm objective, but you thought yourself into a weird little box and ruined one of the most perfect draft day strategies I've ever seen. (laughs) It's round five. It's pick one. Um, You need to redeem yourself. You're, you're on the clock, dude. You just drafted a punter in the second round. You guys are so worried about value for each round. 
<laughs> Wait till you see the whole product. All right? uh, so okay. I was approach. I was going for the whole product. The, the Jays. Oh, uh, I mean, come on, Newberg. Let's let, get caught up on the Jays here. Uh, I'm going to break Chris's heart one more time. One more time. Same oh, position God. group. It's personal there is now. A, there is a yeah. You guys are trying to bully me into panicking. It's not going to happen. Not okay. yet. Nerves of steel. Tie of cloth. Same position group. Uh, I am loading up. You need to get to the quarterback. That is the name of the game in modern college football. So competent pass rushers are a must with Jared verse off the board with Dennis Briggs already on team landing stickers. I'm going with defensive end, Derek McClendon, another mm-hmm. breakout candidate for sure. Derek McClendon. Maybe a run of D's now. Who knows? This is the depth <laughs> of my draft analysis. It's all about first letter of first names with me. I, uh, I stick to the very insightful statistics, Chris, the pick is yours. You're on the clock. Box boy. What are we thinking? I'll, I'll go with Bless Harris here at right tackle. Oh, that's a good pick, Chris. Uh, I want to have my bookends. I'll take the two that I expect to be starting for FSU at those two spot, spots. Interesting. Okay, so we do think that Bless has locked up the right tackle starting spot, in your opinion. We're based on what he's shown. We're not allowed to talk about, but I mean, based on performance of what you've seen, Chris is allowed to have an opinion on. (laughs) If if you saw Norvell speak, I believe it was on Friday in Jacksonville. He talked about bless Harris a good bit. And to some degree, he admitted that they want to see what he could do at tackle and that they've been really, really pleased with him. Bless has been good throughout camp. He's been, in my opinion, maybe the most consistent offensive lineman. Now one ability comes down to availability which has been a big big thing for Bless. He's been consistently out there. And two, I can't remember really bad days for him. He's had moments he's lost, obviously, but he's been good consistently. I'm he's, surprised by where he's at. I thought he would be a swing lineman coming into this year. He's far exceeded my expectations. Interesting, too, especially coming from the division of football that he was playing at Lamar University. Analysis. Ana- analyze these picks. What the hell's Brendan doing? I mean, you take Jordan Travis number one overall. Do you want to block for him? Um, I don't need to. He could just run around, AB. He oh, is just true. run around. They've been that's doing been that the last two years. I've been doing that for years. You're right. Um, three to five yeah. wins. Uh, Bless Harris was – that was a guy that uh, I was pretty high on when he when they found out he was coming over. We watched Absolutely. his team. Very athletic. Uh, thought, thought that that was going to play well here. Um, you know, obviously needed to see him get stronger. Thought he had a decent spring. Sounds like he's having a pretty good summer. I think it's smarter, Chris, that if he's going to have to rely on Tate Rotomaker to play quarterback for him, um, th- that he's going to be able to block for him. Uh, you know, it makes sense from the team building standpoint. I don't know what Brendan's trying to do. I think he thinks he can run the all 11 offense, um, you know, and play some defense. I'm, I'm still having a hard time figuring it out right now. Interesting. We will see how the picture, uh, uh, unmystifies itself but kevin are you as aghast at brendan's apparently bomb of a draft as adam is or is he just twisting the knife you know i just think what i'm curious about is we have two offensive linemen off the board and neither one is probably the person that most would agree is is fsu's most solid offensive lineman and so got to think um, about positional though positional value that's that true chris is broken up we all the tackles draft. so we'll see how uh how brendan responds to that we will see. How's the chat right now? Is the chat just, no, is it, L, is it L's in the days. chat for Brendan Sinone? No. Brendan um, some guy named LG's, which just wasn't a lot of love. That's about all that's going on. What's up, dog? Yeah, you make good TVs. <laughs> all right. Landing stickers round. What are we on? <laughs> round six? Round six. Pick one. Go ahead, Brendan. Oof. You are getting some heat from the analysis uh, booth. Well, yeah. You know, just, just 
We'll see. Mm, it's uh, starting you, to get you, to you. You can't mm, what other people think. <laughs> Let me ask you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not what to look a... at the comments section. <laughs> Stay away. Just go ahead. Uh, all right. Play your so... board. <laughs> he took the glasses <laughs> off, you it's, nerd. It's snapping and you guys. Look at uh, true, Yeah, it's true. kind of important. It's, it's, it's like snapping important. Portal. Okay. All right. So you like that. All right. Is playing left tackle or right tackle important to you? Do you like the ability to play multiple positions? Yeah, I like multiple positions. Yeah, sure. You can only play one at one time. Just making sure you know that is a that is a football field. I do have to fill out the five offensive linemen and just announce Darius Washington (laughs) Jesus. He's really dragging it out. Um, Darius Washington, Brendan. I assume. Yeah. Sure. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Now I guess so. I don't. I, I think we have it Where all. Categor- oh, I'm back here. I, I'm actually. I'm taking notes. I'm a very, he got booed very, off stage. No, I'm good. Yeah, I just went to go uh, cover up another scandal for my league. Um, so Darius Washington. Now I think we're all we're drafting these guys all as five what? offensive linemen. Or but what, ideally, is he your tackle? Is Darius Washington? I'll your let you know when I make the rest of my offensive <laughs> line picks, Trey. Oh, this is going so well, Chris. Oh, go ahead. Valuability is an ability oh. that I value. Go ahead. I'll go with Dylan Gibbons. I mean, man, if you're going to leave it on a platter, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, this is a landslide right now. Okay, I don't even have to kick it to the booth, Adam. You have some things you want to say. Get it off your chest, big man. I mean, you're talking about a guy. <laughs> put him at center. <laughs> yeah, the shade on the Google uh, This doc. is Zach. That was all Zach. Shade from Zach. Keep it where it is, Zach. And more, add more question marks. Um, go ahead, Adam. This is. Your I mean, anytime you can get the best, your best offensive lineman. Six round the draft. The six round um, over a swing player. You're not even sure what position you're going to play him at. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm again. Don't it, you want to trend- start him at center, AB? Yeah, you drafted a center for your first offensive lineman then, bud. Uh, you know, snapping's important, guys. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Kevin, I'm what do you sh- think? Uh, do you sure like Brendan's strategy? strategy? Zigging when uh, everybody else would zag? What do we think here? He's got Jordan I, I, Travis, so he's got the natural advantage already. I think it's odd that he's even going for <laughs> offensive line at this point. It, it's a, there's a market inefficiency everywhere else on the roster, and you guys, you're just taking – you're just taking Chris's scraps in the offensive line instead of picking up some some of the better defensive players or, or skill position players. Darius I mean, Washington I just don't been, understand the strategy. He might have been the best offensive lineman on the roster last season. He might have been, but right now he's the fourth off the board. It's getting hot in here. Womp, womp, womp. I see the sport coat off in the future. <laughs> um, landing stickers. You're going the wrong way. Seven. The Pick one. I love. I, I hope somebody puts a time lapse of you just decomposing from round to round. The confidence is gone. Uh, round seven. You can regain it back. Oh, the tie knot is crumpled. That's that's terrible. Um, round seven. Pick one. Go ahead. Uh, let's let's try to pull the nose up on this landing. Yeah, well, I don't uh, sticking the landings. What we're about to do here, I don't appreciate Kev uh, hinting at my strategy. Uh, I found a major deficiency. I uh, can't believe he's still here. Duke Amarian Cooper, uh, one of the mm. most promising players on the roster, at a premium position, cornerback. Uh, again, I can rush the passer now. I can defend the pass through the air with Jamie Robinson, Duke Cooper. Guys, it's coming together, regardless of what you say about my 
That's a strong DB group. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you there, Chris. How do you respond? A lot of options for you here at round seven, it, Chris. Two. Do You're it. on the clock. Oh, do it. I, get I'm, I'm, I'm building a wall here. I'm gonna do Dimitri Emmanuel. No. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh baby. Oh, I I, I did. I will say before the. The analysts give their opinion. I did not expect, and we're not even doing, it's just a straight alternating draft. There is no snake capability. I did not expect one person to get the entire starting offensive line, but here we are at the end of round seven. Kevin, uh, talk to me about the carnage. What's what's going on right now? Yeah, it yeah. really seems like Chris is ahead a on the, the offensive line, and Brendan's okay just kind of dragging along and... Um, so we'll we'll see if he's able to recover, but uh, as it stands now, I just don't I don't see how Jordan Hel- Travis is going to stay healthy throughout the throughout the season. Adam, what do we what do here's, we think, man? I hint. know he's not he's not not with Brendan. That Somebody's got to block. Has. Okay, understand. He's got, how, he's got Johnny Wilson. Too to block. smart about we'll how put him to have not taken any offensive linemen. Brendan is quarterback what? like a Tony Brook back there. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I didn't. I thought Chris was going to go a little different direction there when he talked about building the wall. And I'm curious to see if he follows up with his next pick with his player that I'm thinking about. If he does, I feel very confident that he's winning this draft hands down. It, it's true, Brendan. That's a Jaws one tank top, but you're drafting like Jaws for the revenge right now. So let's, uh, let's try to, let's try to, let's try to turn this around round. What are we in round eight? Pick one. Yeah, I'll clock. take I'll take Robert Cooper here. He's the best player available, not even particularly close at this point. I like that. That's good. Solidify. Um, a very solid defensive line. Christopher, how do you respond? If we're playing the stats game, I think Jamie Robinson leads FSU in tackles, but I think Tatum Bethune will be first. Ah! Second. So I'll go with Tatum mm. Bethune. First linebacker off the board. Adam, what do we think about this? A more even round, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I thought Brendan actually went the went strong there with the Robert Cooper pick. Um, you know, big Cooper. That's I, that's one of Chris's boys. I, I'm I'm a little shocked he's made it this far. Uh, I thought Chris might go with him a little earlier. He has in the past, uh, but big big Coop makes it this far. Good pick. I like the follow up with Tatum Mathune though. Um, you know, a true leader in the middle of your defense. Uh, a guy who can run, cover, get down and run defense, blitz him a little bit. I think it's strong pairing him with uh, pairing him with Jared Verse and pairing him with Fabian Lovett. But I have to give Brendan credit for going with Robert Cooper there. It's the first good pick he's made all night. Ouch. Gross. Um, guys, is Tatum Bethune the best linebacker on this team? And that goes out to the general managers as well. He's the first one selected in this draft. But, I mean, do we think he's the best one on the team? Yes. Yes. By a lot. He reads. He reacts. He makes plays consistently. He knows what the heck he's doing. It, he he's lifted that room so much by himself. Interesting. Okay. I think that's good. Kevin, what do you think? What do you, you like this round so far? Yeah, I think this was a solid round. I think honestly, this round could have gone a lot sooner. Um, These players, if it wasn't absolutely. for the, if it wasn't for the, the offensive line hijinks, I think you would have seen Robert Bob, Cooper and Tatum Bethune in the first few rounds. So uh, I think both of these were steals and uh, it'll be good to move away from the offensive line for a minute. <laughs> Kev's disgusted as a skill position guy. <laughs> hey, Rob Alvarez likes both teams. So, Brendan, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe you're in a Thanks, biased Rob. room right now. Maybe it's just a negative, like, swirl vortex of toxicity. Maybe you're not happen. doing so bad as it, it as it seemed when you look at the offensive line room. We're here at round nine. Let's make your pick. 
So I am. I'm stuck between two or three guys. I'm definitely not panicking. Where's your little? Where's your little like yellow weirdo binder, dude? I got it. It's there's a couple different names here that I think. I didn't see one piece of ink on that. Oh yeah, I don't want. I don't want to show you guys my strategy right now. All right, bud. Come on. All right, I am going to. I'm not going to be able to block for a J trap, but maybe I can get them big targets to just throw the ball up to and and pray to God they come down and catch it. I'm going to go with Malik McLean at wide receiver. Uh, strengthening the strength, I think. Malik McLean, Chris, your response to Malik McLean. Uh, Brendan's wide receiver room is done. Johnny Wilson, Malik McLean. Yeah, since Brendan's going to win it through the air, I'm going to stay on the ground. And for my flex position, I'm taking Treshawn Ward. Oh, jeez. Yahtzee. My goodness. Adam, I want immediate booth reaction to this right now, to this ground juggernaut. I mean, we're clearly going to lean into the running game, the strength of this offensive line. It makes perfect sense. This is how you build a team. You know, Chris is obviously playing for playoff football. He's not here for these uh, August games, these, these week zero games. Mm-mm. he's here to win it all he's here to be here you know playing football in january when it really counts brendan obviously is i don't know what brendan is doing uh you know i thought brendan had an opportunity to take a player there to really solidify and pair up the back end of his defense he goes with malik mcclain who may not even be the second best wide receiver on the football team because he's tall um we love you malik i'm a big fan personally i'm just taking shots at brendan right now um yeah so I, I didn't love Brendan's pick there. If I'm being 100% completely honest, I did like the idea of taking a Trace, uh, Ward and pairing him with Trey Benson um, because Chris doesn't have a quarterback and he's going to have to have somebody that can put points on the board. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. See how it plays out. I'm impressed, Chris. I haven't seen ground and pound like this since like early two thousands, Mark the hammer Coleman and pride fighting championships. That's a throwback for anybody who partakes. Uh, it, this is impressive. This is impressive. Kevin, what do we think? Briley? What does he think? And he has, if his fantasy stats, Brendan has, if he takes Pittman, Ooh, we're getting a little, getting a little help for you right now, Brendan. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Kevin, what yeah. do we think? Heavy ground air attack with Brendan. I know what your heart says, but what does your head say? Well, I, I think that Chris's strategy is kind of kind of making more sense right now. He's blocking Brendan from being able to to really get a running back that's going to get significant snaps. He's, mm, he's blocked him from getting he's offensive linemen right that are going to nice. get a significant snaps. And it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like wide receiver was the smart position, as there's probably going to be several more who are are contributors throughout the season. So, um, I, I will say. He's betting big. It's a higher variance, higher risk strategy. But if these guys do pay off, um, could be big. Could be a big win for the landing stickers. However, we're talking about a guy who's got 80% of the starting offensive line and both of the running backs on his team. So that's interesting. <laughs> Brendan, go ahead. Round 10, I believe. Yeah, round 10. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yep. Micah, Micah Pittman. Oh my God! You're taking—he's crowdsourcing picks now. He is not looking at his little yellow. <laughs> he had to get revenge on the flex position pick. That's all that is. I get. Yeah. It. I good, good, good luck airing it out to Ontario Wilson and Keyshawn Helton all season, bud. Hey good man, I've watched that happen at FSU for the last several years. Yeah, we know we know what the cap is, don't we? Now he's getting sassy. I think the Ooh. heat has been turned on. Chris, how do we respond? I mean, listen, he's going. He's not afraid to ask for help. So if you guys want to do like Twitter polls, comment, <laughs> like upvotes, whatever, you're like, Brendan, we'll pick your guy. Uh, Chris, what do you think? 
It is. I'm, he is potent I'm through the air. Go with a keen dent. That's my say. There it is. There it is. True nail in the coffin. I believe, Chris, this is your first defensive back. Is that correct? That is correct. Hmm, converging strategies. Kevin, what do we think? Uh, Brendan's got a nice, he's got a filled out defensive back room. All of the wide receivers that he could pick done. Chris, ground and pound strategy, like I mentioned, first defensive back on the board in round 10. What do we think? What do we think of that round, boys? Yeah, I think I, I think Brendan... Uh, kind of ran away. He was so scared, but uh, he's Jesus Christ. He's oh broken. Yeah, he's gone. He literally <laughs> left. Oh my I, God. I love you guys. This never happened before you got here. This is it, dude. You've snapped him. His will is broken. His sweatshirt is stained. His tank top is a tink top. Like he's the, he, I think he's going to go put on sleeves. I think he's so does, shook. Does he might put on sleeves. I, yeah, I don't, as an analyst, I don't even need to add anything to that the fact oh, that he oh, ran Brandon away is, oh. is, oh. I, I thought that was all everyone's thing just died i'm glad it was just me no it was it was you um and yeah, we don't think that was a technical story. difficulty interesting <laughs> i'm you know what i'm gonna skip the analysis for this round i'm gonna let the weird forfeiture explain for how oh, he poured another drink it's a bad night all right Round 11, halfway through the draft, the halfway point. Brendan, pour yourself another drink there, Pappy. Woo! What do we got? Let's see. Uh-oh, people are, people, are, people are inferring things from these picks, which we can neither confirm nor deny. Brendan, go ahead. Round 11, pick one. Round 11. You still have one offensive lineman. <clears throat> <laughs> He's got, he can only take one more offensive lineman, so it is what it yep, is at this point. Right? It's a numbers game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want at least one bonafide uh, starting linebacker here to round out what I think is a pretty solid uh, beginning of the, the defense of front. So I'm going to go Caitlin Deloach. He's my boy. I really like him. Uh, I'll, I'll go Delo here. Okay. Yeah, that feels Christopher. good. Christopher, definitely not we... pouring more out of anxiety. No, no, um, no. It's just a total coincidence that your stream ended unexpectedly. You've taken all of your accoutrements that you started with and you're pouring more whiskey. All of those things are not interconnected at all. Chris, go ahead. Round 11, pick two. We'll go Bernardo Green here. He's going to be a most likely a starting corner for this team. Interesting. So we think... You think that he has locked up that second spot, at least from your observations I, right now, or you just think a guy that's going to get a use, lot of snaps? I wouldn't use locked up. I would say that he's very much in the conversation. Perry. Um, <laughs> I, I feel pretty good about who and what he is. Uh, the way he competes for balls in the air, I think, is what they're looking for there. I feel he's the most consistent guy after Duke Cooper. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I don't even want to analyze this round because I think you know my feelings on how this draft is going. But I, I want to point out after 22 picks, boy, it looks a lot prettier than it did last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. When, Brendan, when Brendan shared the, the draft from last year, I got about halfway through and I thought, oh, that's ugly. This point, Wait. I mean, you're talking about still guys that are, you know, we expect to be pretty decent contributors. Um, so yeah, that excites me as a that excites me as an analyst of this football team and the potential that they had this season. Absolutely. Kalen Deloach was one of the bigger bright spots on your entire team last year, at least his improvement throughout the season. This is a guy you're picking in round 11. He wasn't even your first linebacker picked. I mean, I think for the general managers last year, when did you start feeling like Brendan looks right now? Like round <laughs> four, round five? 
<laughs> yeah, pro- I mean, probably around around five when we were drafting Devontae Love Taylor. Not Michael Winchester thinks you have some hip. Uh, he, he's calling you out for a little a logical there, in- inconsistency. So we'll let you address Michael. But how are you guys feeling about the actual the total talent of this room, Chris and Brendan? What are you guys thinking of the entire team the, itself? The depth is just so much better this year. They've done a very good job of addressing that. Developments also happened with some guys. Uh, you know, Lundy's an example of that at linebacker, as was Deloach last year. Um, you know, Renardo Green's guy is just needed to get healthy, but he's a guy that's kind of breaking through at defensive back. Uh, offensive line, they've obviously recruited to fix that issue. It's so much better than it was a year ago. It's just, it's night and day compared to last year. Last year, 22 on each side of the ball was very tough to come by where you had guys you could trust in every position and every capacity. And there were truthfully spots where you didn't really like the second starter or the third starter last year. Mm, yeah. That's not the case this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. All right. I agree. Now, listen, we're going to do this. We're doing good. Analysis is thick. It's heavy. It's pleasant. I'm going to let you guys do two rounds back to back, and then we're going to let the, the analysts analyze. How about that? Whoa. Oh, I thought I could go two picks in a row. I got no, you. not at all. It, it wouldn't help you anyway, I don't think. But anyway, we are at uh, round 12, <laughs> pick one. I'm going to let you guys do two rounds before we let our expert analysis jump in and uh, dissect four picks. So, Brendan, go ahead. I, I actually, I kind of like more awkward silence for you, so you're in your head more. So, round 12, <laughs> pick one, go. Do you guys like snapping the football? Have I asked this already? I thought we had this covered on your other offensive lineman. Yes, I like as a former center, I placed right. a paramount on snapping the football. Did Go you ahead. really play center? Yeah, I did. I was a technique did, guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> Nobody cares. I was a technique. <laughs> well, then you know that getting the ball back to the quarterback is important. And I'm going to yeah, draft someone utmost. who I think can uh, consistently get the ball back to the quarterback, and that's Maurice Smith. Uh, yeah, going to go Maurice Smith here. Interesting. Going, um, Maurice Smith. The chat immediately scratches their noggins. Mm, Well, let them scratch. We will give, oh, another question mark. The guy running the Google doc. Brendan actually is running a two center offense. That's fantastic. (laughs) Twin towers. He's asked multiple times if you could, if you like people who could snap the ball. So he's got two that are snapping. He does kind of a, Maybe snap to snap. That'll good center to center exchange. Uh, Everyone's like, oh, I saw him on Instagram with something wrapped around his knee. Well, you know what? Pictures. What about that? Just photos, just things. Brendan just like around Brendan doesn't the care. liquor is hitting for Brendan. That's what we just wanted. <laughs> All right. Oh, I saw something on TikTok. (laughs) All right, Chris. I know you're a big Instagram guy. You're online. You're very online. What what, what online have you used to cultivate your round 12 pick? Uh, MySpace. And I'm going to go with (laughs) Friendster. (laughs) I'm going to go with Kevin Knowles, Nickelback all the way. Kevin Knowles. Nice. And I'm going to be honest. I thought thought we'd see AZ pick by now, but what are you doing? doing? What, why would you do that? Hey, I'm you here for that? analysis. Well, for Brendan, you get to go. Hold on, hold off on your analysis. <laughs> so if Sinone takes AZ with this pick, we just need to know that if we put a name out there, Sinone will almost. <laughs> yeah, Pavlovian. <laughs> That's what you want me to do, isn't it? I'm not taking him now. Yes, you are Unless grasping you for straws like a him. worker at McDonald's right now. This is going to play left or right tackle for you. Round thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, just uh, just pick White Rector and get it over with. Oh, uh, you can throw go. the football around a little bit, right? So a little quarterback, <laughs> centers oh, okay, and quarterbacks. Little, little white. I mean, I have two centers. I need two quarterbacks. I. That's a f- 
<laughs> all right, Brandon, pick, make your right. pick. I can't. I think there the are. I think there are three starting caliber linebackers on this roster currently. Uh, they are distributed uh, amongst the two of us. No longer DJ Lundy, maybe the most improved player of the offseason uh, on team landing stickers. Feel good Chris? about that one, Chris. I would have loved to take Lundy. Um, yeah, good luck starting. <laughs> Wow, buddy. Simmer down over there. Calm yourself down. <laughs> no, dude, let it ride. Continue. Um, Chris, go ahead. He's a situational right, player. I'm trying to rebound from my coworker over there losing his shit. Um, <laughs> All right, the uh, ever composed Chris Knee. Yeah, we'll get on the board here with a receiver. I guess I'm going Pokey Wilson. Oh, dude, I love it. I love the reluctance. He still haven't taken a quarterback 13 rounds in because what he doesn't, does it need, matter? To. He doesn't need to. Brendan can't it. take one. What? Nope. Yeah. What does it this matter? Is... Um, unless Brendan, yeah. you should have taken Tate as the flex. Tate as the flex. What are you <laughs> yeah, thinking? Yeah, I, I thought of that. He is super athletic. Again, if we're basing all of our intel on, he doesn't TikTok, need to play. He's a flex. He can do little loop de doops. You, you guys see that leave studio button down there at the bottom? That happens. I'm just. Bye. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships. Brendan, the snitch, Sonone. Listen, guys, ask him anything you want. He will tell you. Analysis: four big picks for you guys to analyze. What do we think? I I think the Lundy pick is the, the first pick that I've liked from Brendan. In a while. <laughs> I thought Jordan yeah. Travis was a good pick. <laughs> in a while, I'm not saying ever. I'm saying in a while. You you took the last linebacker out of the three man rotation we're expecting to see this year, and I think that was a smart draft pick in the sense of in the Thank sense you. of blocking Chris from 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 getting something. I like the secondary. I like Brendan's secondary. I like his linebacking unit. Um, the defense is pretty much more than halfway filled out. Adam, what do we think? Is Chris is Brendan started to gain a little bit more of the respect that it seemed that he immediately did not have with you. You have had some beef with him from the jump and I have loved it. Has I mean, Brendan redeemed am I, himself. Am I going to jump for joy over a, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know when the last time you play. did jump. I think Obama was in office the last time he jumped. <laughs> I am quite athletic. I'm not going to jump for joy over, uh, over Marie Smith uh, and DJ Lundy, even though I do like DJ Lundy. You know, what position is Marie Smith playing? You know, is he a center? Is he a guard? Brendan doesn't know. That's why he's got all the question marks next to him. DJ Lundy's not even one of your top two. Hey, shh, shh, over there. Not even one of your top two uh, linebackers, you know, you know, potentially. You know, Brendan says he might, you know, might be a guy that pushes, you know, on the boards. And then in here, he's taking him as the third linebacker overall. He doesn't even know what he is at this point. He's discombobulated. Uh, he's thought himself yeah, I mean, into just, a pretzel. We're, I'm all aboard the knee train here. All right, choo -choo. no, don't, no nipples on the on the no. chat. No nipples. This is a kid, um, this is a kid friendly video. I love just nipples. Auntie Ann has twisted himself into a pretzel. Kevin, what do you? What I mean, what do we think? Do we agree with Adam? Do you think that his, his Brendan got a little bit of respect back? What do we think? I I think I liked the picks. Um, I think totally agree, he's Kevin A. I think you're good. I think Sinone's building a decent defense, and uh, he's going to have to need it. <laughs> <laughs> Round fourteen, Brendan, go ahead. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, Kev. Uh, e two, Kev. Will the shirt be popped off? A two, Kev. <laughs> Shakespearean hey, up in here. Go ahead. Are we are we going one two one two again? 
Yep, we're going to do two rounds and then All analysis. Right. All yep. right. Well, before so. I pick, let me ask you guys a question. Do you like snapping the football? You think it's important? Oh, my God. I don't think it's been addressed <laughs> yet. Where can we – what are we doing here? Yes, I am intrigued. You've got my attention. Uh, I'm going to go with a former uh, high-ranked three-star center at the prep level, someone who has had a really nice preseason. So I think it's going to be a, a stud in the coming years. Maybe not this year, but we'll see. Uh, desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm going to go with Bryson Estes. Another jab to Chris Knee. I'm taking your boy. Dude, this is Except Chris has already got a full offensive line. So. He does not. Who's snapping the ball? Huh? <laughs> My man ain't going to get the ball back to Tate Rodemaker. He can't do. I mean, more. Dylan Gibbons could snap for me. Mm, we'll see. I'm not pushing to line him up there. I'm just saying. Chris, uh, the gauntlet has been thrown. Brendan has three guys that have been center, center, center. <laughs> <laughs> All center. <laughs> oh my I'm God. going to have Trey Rowland back there snapping the ball. AZ Thomas I, here is my second. I'd get oh, it there. there it is. Uh, there it is. AZ Thomas. All right. Interesting. Centers and defensive backs. Ah. Christopher quietly amassing quite the unit in the defensive backfield. Let's jump to round 15 before we let our analysis chop this up like Iron Chef Morimoto. Brendan, that means your turn. That's my pick? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Iron Uh, Chef, that's uh, you. Okay. Uh, Before I pick here, let me ask you guys a question. Don't say it. Actually, do do say it. Do you like the ability to snap the ball? Is that important to you? (laughs) Yes, please tell me how it relates to this pick. I'm going to go with Thomas Schrader, uh, a potential center candidate. Good luck, good luck, Chris. You're F, buddy. You're F. I do like you boxing out Chris for one position on the offensive line when snaps is the so if one of these guys hit, you got covered. Oh man, this is this has been so much more fun than I thought. Um, Chris, please go ahead. You're chuckling. You're chuckling like a jolly, a jolly man right now. Um, to me. He's happy. I'm gonna go with Shaheen Brown here. He'll be reserved for this team this year, but he's a versatile guy. They're gonna use him. He might get on the field even some with Jamie Robinson. He can do a lot of things and he tends to have a nose for the ball. Wow. Hmm. Uh, oh go ahead, Kevin. It's analysis time. I was I was just thinking that I was expecting Sidney Williams to come off first, but I guess I mean he kind of plays the same position as Akeem Dent. So, well, that's it. I that's actually I'm going to kick it to the general managers. Um, I haven't heard Sidney Williams' name a lot. Uh, is that somebody who I thought he showed some flashes as a young player? Is that a guy that's been just kind of a guy, or has he been making some plays quietly? I mean, he's been present. He's been a that's too not deep that glowing. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's, He's been a too deep type of guy. Just, I think Shaheen Brown is a guy who they're going to find a way to factor him into the defense more so than a Sidney Williams. <laughs> sure. And Shaheen was a guy, I guess I'll let the analysis talk about it. Cause Shaheen was a guy that came in with a lot of like a, a lot of high, uh, uh, I guess a lot of optimism and then it kind of faded away. He's a young player though. I mean, it's, he's going to take the knobs, but it seemed like that's been kind of reinvigorated because he's got a very um, intriguing kind of physical profile. Adam, what do you think about with all the other DBs on the board, Chris rounding out his DB room with Shaheen Brown? I feel like Shaheen's a guy that can play multiple positions uh, a la uh, Brendan's four center offense. Um, <laughs> do you like a guy that can cover? Because uh, Chris Chris Knee does, and taking a player like Shaheen Brown back there, uh, you could play him at safety. I think you could do some nickel stuff with him if you want a little bit big nickel. I think you could even play him like a dime linebacker position. 
Um, so I think it's a good value uh, at this point in the draft. Um, Chris is not having to chase wide receiver. Uh, you know, he's clearly punting the snapping position um, as Brendan has got all 18 of them on his roster. Brendan's I think, I think gotta... it makes sense. I think it makes sense at this point, though. Shaheem's a guy that the staff's really high on. Um, they feel like he's going to be a, a big time player. Uh, we'll see if he can do it this year. Brendan's got an offensive line that can snap, but I don't think he's going to see a ton of snaps. Um, Kevin, what do we think? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting choice. It's a utility choice. I, I like it. Um, I think it tells you a lot about... Uh, I think I think one of the things that holds people back from Shaheen Brown is all that we heard about him. Last offseason, didn't see many snaps, didn't see much impact during the season, but now he's a sophomore. He's had a year in the program, so it'll be... I think he's a, a guy to watch for. So on Kev's good. point... Shaheem last year in the preseason would have a flashy play, but it was not a whole lot of consistency. It's been sure. much more consistent this year. A lot more feast or famine this year, a lot more consistent. Where has he been? Is he been playing primarily oh. kind of safety, Chris, this year, Shaheem? Yeah, he's essentially a similar role to what Jamie Robinson is. But okay. there are moments because Jamie essentially plays four positions in the back half of the defense where they will have both on the field together. Interesting. Okay, good stuff. All right. Brendan, your sweet 16, pick one. Where do we go? These teams are, the potential is gone, and these teams are starting to be fully formed. Uh, mm. David Stickle, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> He's a walk-on walk on center. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you that like snapping? <laughs> oh, Can man, I interest the, you in a snapper? The chat's really pressuring me here. Uh, uh, hey, hey, do you, I mean, you've taken half of your picks from them, Brendan. Go by, listen. <laughs> Where's your yellow notebook? Go by the let, notebook, brother. You have a strategy. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> Chris going to smash his keyboard. Um, yeah, hey, Brent, Brent, you, real quick, can we pull up? Serious question. Can we pull up the draft board real quick? I gotta, I gotta see something. Is Chris at four or five offensive linemen? He's got four. He's, at, he's been at four uh, for like the past twenty minutes, dude. Yeah, he, he definitely bogarted that position group, but I think I've recovered nicely here. If you like snapping <laughs> the football, uh, I'm gonna go with Julian Armella here. Super promising, true freshman. I, I think he's got a legitimate chance to be a swing tackle uh, this season. So, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with him, and hopefully, he can get me 150, 200 snaps or so. Mm, all right, four centers and a freshman tackle. Chris, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> When you put uh, it like that. Why are we even gonna, here, Trey? I love it, dude. This is what I live for. It turned out so much better than I thought. Um, Chris, go ahead. I'm going to go with Cam McDonald. Uh, I, mm. I know it's not sexy and doesn't really excite anyone. And yeah, he's not been around in the preseason because he's banged up a little bit, as Coach has referenced. But he was FSU's second leading receiver in the sense of receptions last year. Obviously, we hope that's not the case this year because they actually have some actual receiver talent on this team as compared to last year. But, you know. He's still the guy at that position. The yeah. other guy at that position who my cohort loves has, I think, two receptions last year. Is that right, Sinone? You would know. Yeah, but how many of them were touchdowns? <laughs> One how, of them? Brendan, how, how many of them were touchdowns? One. So that's a 50% yeah. rate there, which is <laughs> – also, let me ask you guys something. Does special teams – matter to you we we actually do we don't have a position for that but if you want i'm gonna allow as commissioner um yeah you can draft whoever you want and put them in whatever spot you want brendan you've already broken the mold and you've broken chris knee 
Round 17, and I think Brendan's going to go off the rails. Round 17, go, Brendan. You can do whatever you want, big guy. It's the Outback Steakhouse. No rules, just right. So I think there's only a couple positions left where Chris and I could both kind of jockey over someone. Uh, now it's just taking BPA, uh, the rest of the position groups. So this is kind of a tough one because I think you can go with three guys reasonably here, which is why Chris and I probably haven't drafted someone as mm-hmm. our second defensive tackle. Um. But I'm going to go with who I think has the combination of highest floor and highest upside, like the best balance of the two, and that's Jarrett Jackson. He's been really good this preseason. I think he's someone who has legitimate NFL potential if he dials it all in. I think right now he's probably your third best defensive tackle and the closest you have to a sub-starter behind Fabian Lovett and Robert Cooper. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, back to the the J uh, theory uh, with a double J of, of Jarrett Jackson. Starting, Absolutely. Absolutely. Picking up where we back left off. To- Back to what you know, and that that name is actually alliterative. So two J's for the price of one pick. Uh, Chris, I know you're shook. What do you think right now? What are you going to do? Uh, I don't want to be reactionary to my man here, but I'm going to go Malcolm Ray because I think he's one that they depend on more and they trust more. I do agree, though, Jarrett Jackson's ceiling is absurdly high, and he's got himself in great shape, so he has a great chance of being good. I will actually give Sanone credit here. I think that's an excellent pick on his Thank part. you. Chris, I have a question. If he wouldn't have picked Jared Jackson, if he would have, let's say, picked another center, stash him at tight end, would you have picked Malcolm Ray or would you have picked Yeah, I still would have picked Malcolm Ray. I'll go with the guy who we know is consistent, who's progressed in a kind of a a solid uh, upward climb, solid line. Jared Jackson's been a little bit more up and down. The other thing with Jarrett Jackson is I still need to see him do it from beginning to end consistently, whether it's a practice or a game. Okay. I mentioned floor, floor, real quick, floor ceiling for those two, but like Joshua Farmer was in consideration how he's performed the last week and a half or so. Farmer's a damn wrecking ball. He's a blast to watch. I I said it to somebody today. I'm not trying to compare him to Timmy Timmy Jernigan because Timmy was a whole different kind of animal. But Timmy loved to annihilate people, finish them, put them in the ground, really win the rep. Josh Farmer's got a whole lot of that in his DNA. He yeah, likes how like, people look really bad. Like Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin, Adam, what do we think? Our, I think Armella went off the board. Jarrett Jackson, Malcolm Ray. What do we think, guys? What do we think of that two-round battle? What, what, these teams are starting to become – we've only got, I think, four rounds left for five. We've got five left. What do we think? The picks are almost done. Yeah, I think the future is bright for Armella. I didn't quite get the – pick at this point uh thought you a could have waited on him b maybe taking a jastin jazz turn team um you know guy with sec starting reps uh maybe somebody that uh you know you feel a little more confident throwing out there i don't know um a little confusion on that pick other than that i mean it's just well you know whatever we're we're getting into guys with upside i think malcolm ray's a nice pick i do think jared jackson um is a guy that flashes but you want consistency but I'm not sure why Brendan would chase anybody that's consistent, um, you know, with the four center offense. So, you know, we are where we are. We're getting down in the nitty gritty of this uh, roster. Five picks left, there. boys. Five yeah. picks left. Sunone's lack. Last pick will be Petey Lightsweek and get through tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Sunone, I recommend that you start the uh, Totino's party pizza in the oven right now. Um, can leave the hostage. Go. No, no, that's, that's, uh, you guys don't know. I'm podcasting from a uh, from a Fisher Price table, sitting Indian style, crisscross applesauce on my kitchen floor. We are selling my house. Uh, please help me. I am in distress. Kevin, you look immaculate. Uh, you're in a nice, fur- fully furnished, clearly. 
true and live living room. What do you think of these picks? Yeah, so this is this is Bill Belichick's dog next to me. Um, mm-hmm. He's the brains of the organization, so I've just been getting notes from him. Uh, I think what is what does the pupster I, say? I, I, I the the pup the pup says that uh, Brendan Brendan's pick was a good pick, and n- not necessarily because it was the best pick, but it was really the only position he could go to that hasn't been blocked by Chris Knee already. So he's kind of you know six picks left and having to having to reach the end of the line on on places he can go that you know haven't already been blocked so i i think uh it was the right move he needs he needs someone that could potentially go off for him because otherwise i don't see i don't see how he's going to be competitive all right guys five picks left round 18 landing stickers where will your pick land in this round i will go with i'll, I'll continue the j squared uh motif if you will more Jays. Um, that's Jerry and Jones, who's had a really nice preseason camp. Uh, Chris mentioned that Renardo Green this is going to go well. It's going to potentially start at cornerback. Listen, I would not rule out Jerry and Jones either being a starting nickel or outside corner. At the very starting, least, I think there's a chance. There's a decent chance at it. I, I think Renardo Green is probably your starter outside, and Kevin Owens is probably your starter at nickel. But I think Jerry's got a like forty percent chance at both of those positions. He's probably the primary backup of both of them at the worst case scenario. So if we're going with snaps and, and tackles and uh, just opportunities, he, he's probably going to play a decent amount early on the season. We'll go from there. Interesting. The battle of the nickelbacks who will be Florida state's Chad Kroger. We will find out game one, Chris, your response in round 18. I appreciate Sanone talking about two of my starters for me. Uh, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take uh, Deuce Span, that wide receiver. There it is. Uh, it was him or Keyshawn Helton. Uh, Keyshawn's the old man in the room and dependable, but Deuce is a big play capability. And he, he's had some really good moments in camp. He, he's, you know, it, it comes and it goes. It's not always there. Sometimes it's got to be schemed open, but there's something there. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the doing the next round because I want an instant analysis on these two picks. These are names that one is very polarizing. The other one has both names are ones that have gotten a pretty substantial amount of attention, I would say, in preseason camp so far. Uh well, oh Jesus, that's wonderful, Kevin. A uh that's <laughs> funny. Uh what do we guys think? Deuce and Jarian, have, have those guys surprised you, general managers? I mean, is is Deuce somebody that's going to be, you think, asked to do more than just the occasional go route? What do we think? And now, analysts and general managers, I want you to chime in on these two picks. These are two names that have been mentioned a lot in articles so far this preseason. I'll, I'll let the general managers talk a little bit more about the analysis from practice, but as far as an offense goes, you know, your strength is going to be running the football if you're Chris having a guy that's going to be able to get deep on a nine route. Maybe you get him coached up and he can run a, hit some comebacks, um, run a back shoulder stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Some back shoulder stuff and run an RPO post or an RPO, uh, you know, glance route. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I think Chris got the wide receiver with the most upside, um, and most big play potential, uh, for his offense, which is going to be heavily leaning on the run game. So, with who I know his quarterback's going to be, I was surprised he didn't go with uh, Kentron because they've, uh, well, maybe he won't go with that player, but Kentron and, and Tate have such a uh, relationship with each other on that back shoulder fade. Um, I do like Deuce there. I thought Chris was probably going to hold out and go that way. It just makes a lot of sense. 
Um, yeah, Jerry Jones. I've been critical about his play. Rightfully gonna, so, I think. He's very inconsistent. I'm, there I'm were there were the North Carolina yeah. game. There were some bright spots, he, though. But, yeah, was, it's been a checkered career. pretty bad last year. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I'm going to believe it when I see it. Um, and, you know, that's yeah, that's all the analysis I got on that one because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> do you want to get yourself in trouble, big boy? Anything you want to say? Yeah, I mean, I don't care to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, do span interesting choice. Uh, I think it makes sense uh, knowing that you're going to probably have Tate Rotomaker or AJ Duffy as your quarterback, uh, a guy that can take the top Chris off not the tip in his hand. Nice. Take take the top off the defense. Uh, yeah, I think he needed to take a wide receiver, and I think uh, he he's an interesting choice, one with a lot of upside. I wouldn't say he has the most upside. I think Johnny Wilson Jr. has the most upside. Um, I think if he figures things out, he's an NFL player. Um, but uh, Deuce Span, potentially, I mean, he has the tools. He's basically DK Met, Metcalf light um, at this point. Ooh, hey now, um, Diet Metcalf. I'm a fan of that. Like super light. Like, slow, yeah. Slow down. yeah. But like, he's got that like skill set where he can go deep. He's just faster than you. He's bigger than you. Um, whether or not he can uh, run run routes over the middle, catch the ball over the middle, or consistently win is is the question around him. But uh, if he can figure it out, then he's, yeah. I mean, that's I like steal. that margarine Metcalf. I can't believe it's not Metcalf. Um, what? So, Chris, Chris, and Brendan, Span and Jones. That's right. Ed. That's also alliterative. That's what the commissioner is here uh, for to make it happen. Have you guys been surprised what you've seen in a? I guess you can say I, I'm guessing it's positive. But have you guys been surprised what you've seen from Jones and Span so far? And do you think? Which of those two do you think has the potential for it to translate during actual games better? I think Jones would get more at bats. Sure. Um, I, I think Span's a pick a shot kind of player for them offensively this year. They they've got, I mean, Tron is probably a guy who plays more snaps and deuce plays this year. And then, you know, Micah and Johnny and Winston, if he's able to get back in time. And you know, th- there's a handful, but Deuce is a guy who can also light up the scoreboard which is why mm-hmm. I went with him on Jones. I, I'm just so hesitant to jump in the deep end on it. He has been better in camp. He is healthy. He's talked about that. I'm not rooting against the kid. I just need to see him do it on Saturdays. Is it, or is the second the tech, Sunday. Yeah. Brendan has the technique been cleaned up. Was it an injury, like a nagging injury thing from last year? What do you think has made the difference? Confidence. I feel like he's always been confident. Yeah, so for Jerry and kind of the funny thing is uh, for Chris's perspective, he was covering, was it hoops or baseball last spring for a good chunk of it, Chris? I was dealing with baseball. baseball. Or, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It was hoops. I was at was the ACC tournament okay. when the world shut down. So that's right. No, that was two years ago. Come on. Yeah. But that's right. what you're talking about. No, the, this past spring, Jerry in, in 2021 spring. Okay. Uh, Jerry was really good. Uh, Zach and I were there and there was like multiple scrimmages that were open to the public at that point where mm-hmm. he was legitimately making plays and being consistent. And like, we were in the comments section, <laughs> Destin Hill. Don't let him run. Uh, Keep going. Keep chugging along, big boy. Don't, don't ruin my picks. Um, but so Jared was really good. And then he hurt his hand and basically couldn't practice or do any kind of workouts. He basically said he couldn't like any kind of sweating was for, forbidden. Uh, which is a tough way to live in Tallahassee, Florida for three months uh, in the summertime. Uh, so my man couldn't work out. <laughs> so my man, fifth uh, sweaty city in America, apparently. 
So he couldn't work out at all. He couldn't do any kind of lifting. And to me, like when you saw him in preseason camp with, uh, it wasn't, I guess it was a club. Uh, the thing that really stuck out was like some of his twitchiness and, and flexibility that mm-hmm. presented at times in the spring, like wasn't there at all. And preseason that kind of then followed its way into uh, the 2021 campaign. And, and yeah, I mean, he had to play a lot of snaps for someone who wasn't really hundred percent. And when you're not hundred percent confidence does become a factor Trey. So anyways, he feels healthy now. And he's someone who's shown when he is hundred percent healthy, like last spring and this preseason camp, he, he can do decent things. Now, how can he do when he's not hundred percent? I think that's kind of the, the question for him right now. Interesting boys. We are about at an hour. I'm going to do these last four rounds back to back to back to back to back. And then we're going to have full roster analysis guys. Make your picks wisely round 19. It's a lightning round. My favorite Brendan, go ahead. Round 19, pick one. Uh, okay. I will go with greedy Vance. I think he'll, he'll probably has a good chance to play at a couple different spots and snap count tackles. Again, uh, someone who can maybe fairly high volume for someone who projects as a probably reserved right now. Chris, pants. I have to get my second linebacker, so I'm going to Murray Gaynor here. He's a fourth linebacker up for FSU. He did rack up a good amount of tackles last year, but, yeah, he's a bit of a fish out of water compared to the first three at the position. Absolutely. Brendan, you are up. Round 20. Uh, I do need a running back. I want someone who's going to be fairly – I think I'm going to have to throw the football a lot. I don't think I'm going to be able to do ground and pound, so someone nope. who has some receiving <laughs> skills. Uh <laughs> So that's going to be Destin. I'm sorry. Uh, Lawrence Tofilly will be my running back. Interesting. Uh, somebody who's already got the ire of the comment section bringing up Destin Hill. Don't think that's a smart move either. Um, if you want to win the popular vote, but sometimes you don't have to. Uh, Christopher, go ahead. Round 20. Let, let's wrap up the defense. We'll go with the fourth defensive end on the board for FSU. That's Patrick Payton. Interesting. I I actually from a from a fan's perspective, I like I like that you said that name. I, I I really hope that that kid gets a lot of shine this year, and I think that we've got a lot of positive reports so far. Like I said, we'll hold off the analysis, Brendan. I believe you have a tight end and a defensive back left here in round twenty one. Where are you going to go? No defensive tackle. I have a safety and a tight end, right? Yep. Whatever. Right. Defensive back and a tight end. Well, yeah. I don't man. Defensive don't, back is also a safety. I don't, I don't know. I've been. Getting into the sauce a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we saw. Uh, Go ahead. We saw us. Uh, Jarquez McCullen, he's actually been really solid in camp. I think he's a pretty good third safety, so I feel solid with him being there. Fairly reliable. All right, Christopher, you have an offensive line. <laughs> dude, just, just wait for your last pick for the quarterback, dude. Just, just make it just make it great. Go uh, ahead. I'm going, with, I'm going with Jazz. That's my fifth offensive lineman. He's a swing guy. He, he has a lot of experience. He's a big body. They'll figure out some way to use him and offensive linemen get banged up plenty. Yes, they do. Brendan. Sinone's drafting rector. Final, your final pick. Oh, my Guys, God. let this me ask you a question. So perfect. Let me ask you a question. Do Please. special teams matter? Do you believe that's a third part of the game? Yeah, man. No. Talk to me, Beamer. Talk to me, I Beamer. I wish it ball. wasn't exactly. last year. Woo, that's the third <laughs> of Any snap is the question. Uh well, you know, even more important than, than, than that, Kev, can he receive snaps? Uh, can he play quarterback in a pinch? Can he take fake quarterback sneaks? Give it to me. Dive and then talk to me like Independence outside? Day. Can he, on the July 4th holiday, prove that America is the best country in the world because he bleeds red 
white and blue. He is born is in Leesburg, Florida. No, not at he all. Is no. I'm just going to let him go. The most versatile player, not on the roster, not yes. in the state of Florida. I know the fans the love this extra country. volume. Wyatt Rector. <laughs> oh, thank God it's over. Well done, you psychopath. Chris. <laughs> the great this is what Tate. We've all been waiting for. <laughs> Tate wrote a maker, the 44th pick of the draft. And Chris gets his Mr. Irrelevant. In the um don't say that. In the Literally. strategy, the strategies I thought, boys, that was a sparkling draft. It had entertainment, it had thrills, it had chills, it had it started off with a quarterback. It ended with a quarterback. The singularity, the synergy was just absolutely perfect. Tied it together like a Christopher Nolan film. I am in awe. Time is a flat circle. It all came back to where it started. Um, guys, let's look at these full rosters. Kevin, will you please bring up the full roster? And I'm going to let the tell the GMs, which is going to be hard for Brendan, to SDFU for a second. <laughs> and we're going to let the analysis. We're going to let the analyst pick. And you're going to be What's quiet, GMs. You're going to be quiet. The analysts are going to break down the teams and they're going to pick their personal winner. And then I will let you rebut their uh, hot take day one winner. We will come back and tell you who truly won the draft. Pfft, who cares? Maybe Florida State have won 10 games by then. Who's going to even care? Um, Adam and Kevin, break it down as a team, boys. Who won? And where did and like pick out the bright spots? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, as far as quarterback goes, I mean, I, I, think you've obviously got to give it to Brendan, but if you mm-hmm. believe some people out there, Tate's really pushing and it might actually be a battle. I don't know. Um, running back wise, I, I think you go Trey Benson over Lawrence to Philly, but with how Brendan built his team, LT is not a bad value there. Um, mm, nice things for Brendan. It's going to change here soon, but this is nice so far for Brendan. Keep yeah. I'm, the passing game. I mean, if you stick with the philosophy, you know what, Kev, you talk passing game. You're so much smarter. Than that. <laughs> He's uh, gonna yeah. punt it. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think I. I don't know. Uh, the wide receivers are such a question mark right now. You don't know what you have with Deuce You don't know what you, had, what you have with Johnny Wilson. You thought you knew what you had with Malik McLean until this spring, where he didn't perform up to par. Um, so uh, stories are that he's he's looking better. Ontario Wilson. I think you kind of know what you got there. He's going to be yeah. someone that's that's consistent. Um, well, consistently inconsistent, but he's a guy that can win some win some things down, <laughs> win some things downfield. Um, I think purely wide receiver wise, I would give the the nod to Brendan, but um, I mean Jordan Travis isn't going to have much time to throw. You're relying on uh, misdirection uh, because the defense doesn't know where the ball is going to be snapped from. Um, and outside of that, uh, I, th- I think the passing game is is decidedly in Chris's favor. Adam, uh, let's talk offensive line and running backs, boss. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, as far as tight end goes, um, probably maybe would have gone a different direction there and not taken one. (laughs) Would have just said, hey, I'm taking a wide receiver. Or maybe Brendan should have taken Johnny Wilson and said he's his tight end because he took four different players. No love for Biscuit? That was a toughie. It wasn't a toughie for you at all. You went with your heart, not your head. It's okay. you know, the offensive line, it's there's not a lot of analysis there, right? Um, no, not just one, one's clearly Brendan better than maybe, the other one. Brendan yeah. maybe took a guy who's who might not even play a lot this year. Uh, we'll see. 
Uh, he's got a, a lot of guys that can snap the football, but I'm not sure they can go out and play on the edge. Is, um, is snapping important to you, AB? Not, not that important. <laughs> Somebody answered a man for the love of God. <laughs> Just answer him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty easy. Chris, Chris, Chris won this run this or won this position group running away, and uh, I think this is where Brendan really lost the draft. Um, you know, you look across the board at the other spots. I thought Brendan did okay, but when you, such a when monumental bell. One, when you got maybe one starting offensive lineman, that's uh, yeah, uh, struggle bus. It was, you know, it reminded me of those, uh, like an old episode of the challenge, like prime challenge, like they, they, the, the cast starts to get drinks and it gets bad and then it continues to get bad. And then by the end of it, they're all shirtless, like beating the crap out of each other near the fire pit. And that's what Brendan's offensive line draft was. It started off questionable. It got bad. And then it ended with the Miz pulling Brad's underwear over his head, screaming, now it's a necklace. It was just an uh, epic train wreck. It was amazing to see. Brendan shed all of his clothes and is sweating like Shaq at the end of a game seven. It's disgusting what happened to him. And the decomposition of Brendan Sinone was my favorite sub-story line of the entire draft. And it happened here at the offensive line room. Analyst, shift to defense. A um, little bit more interesting here than what happened in the offensive line. But I've got a question for the for the GMs, and it, it's one that they can say they don't want to answer if they don't feel like it. Um, did either of you give any thought to drafting Winston Wright? Honestly, mm. no, not really. If I was going to draft another offensive player, it would have probably either been Biscuit or uh, Tron. Winston Wright's just a gamble because the timeline is kind of undetermined at this point. If he's available a month into the season for eight games, and yes, he's wholeheartedly worth it. But every game after that kind of diminishes it to me. I can't okay. believe you even cared about that, Brendan, looking at the rest of your team. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting into the defense, I think I think the front's pretty even. Um yeah, sure. I would agree. I, I think that Briggs, I think Briggs is probably the better end taken, but I think first has the most upside of that group if he can put it all together this year, but it might be a year early for him. We'll see. Chris uh, is more twitchy. Goes, yeah. Chris is yeah, more yeah. twitchy. Brendan's is more solid, right? I, I'm a big love it guy. have long thought he's the best interior defensive lineman on, on this roster. Um, but you know, Coop's a really good player. I think Coop gets lost sometimes just getting up the field and struggles to disengage, but you know, he's a really good football player. I think Fabian though, is a better all-around defensive pros- defensive line prospect. Malcolm Ray, Jared Jackson, I think it's consistency versus upside there. Uh, so, you know, six and one half dozen another. Um, Pat Payton, Derek, Derek McClendon. I mean, McClendon's clearly uh, the better of the two there. Um, so, I mean, I think you maybe have to give that to, to Brendan just uh, with Mc- the McClendon versus Payton pick. Uh, Kev, you got any thoughts? Yeah, I think the defensive lines are pretty comparable, which is which is kind of a shame for for Brendan, who needed who needed to have the better defense. It's a good statement for FSU, though. Yeah, yeah. it really is. I mean, that's eight guys that I feel really confident. And we didn't mention Josh Farmer, who we expect to play a pretty heavy dose 
Um, and Byron Turner has a chance at end too to be a fifth guy there. We'll see. I think that line of how many they play is between him and Peyton four and five. It will be interesting. Here, here's a question for you, a uh, guy that we're not going to really talk about until next year. Um, a year from AO. now, we're doing this. Yeah, a year from now, we're doing this draft again. Is AO on your board? AO is going to be a fun one to watch. It will be interesting to see how much he develops in a year, but he is exactly what Odell Higgins loves at that spot. And the kid really likes football, and he's smart, and he likes playing the game and practicing and working at it. I feel pretty good about his future. Yeah, pretty excited. Heard a lot of good things about him so far out of camp. Um, Linebacker-wise, yeah, I'm going to be honest. um, Amari Gaynor being being your number two linebacker – if you've watched our video, hit. the triple option in our film breakdown, we're not we're not a, we're not crazy about Amari Gaynor's game. Uh, we think he gets lost in space sometimes in pass coverage. Has been getting better as a run player and a run fitter, um, you, you know, over time. But he does feel it's kind of like a lost a lost player. Not necessarily a true stack linebacker. Probably fits better up on the edge, but they need him at that linebacker position stacking. Um, so I think I got to give this one to Brendan with Deloach and Lundy. If Lundy truly is better in coverage, I think uh, I think I would have gone with Omar Graham or Brendan Gant or I don't know someone. I, I thought of, I'll admit I thought about both Graham and Gant. Uh, I think they're both. I think in Gant's case, he's more specialty guy. There's certain mm-hmm. things they're going to use him for. I don't think he's on the field any more than Gainer is, and probably actually less than Gainer. With Graham, I like him a ton. He's going to be really good. He has a nose for the ball. He's one of those kind of dudes on defense who seems to always be around to play happening. I just don't think it's this year. Respectful. That makes sense. Guys, DBs, and then your final who won the draft. Yeah. The 2022 uh, inaugural, or not inaugural, annual, whatever. No, it's 24 sec- Secondary-wise, I mean, I think that Brendan went out and got the best, I what I think is the best football player on his team in Jamie Robinson and the best corner in Amarion Cooper. Chris really embraced the upside and AZ Thomas, a player who's been talked about a ton in this preseason. Uh, I think that obviously we know there's a lot of upside there. Can he reach that early? Uh, We're going to see name was mentioned a ton early. Hasn't been mentioned quite as much recently. Um, We'll see where he's at as the season gets going. Shaheem Brown, that's obviously a step down, but Akeem Dent's a step up over Jarquez McClellan. McClellan's going to have a role. He's a guy that can come in and play a little bit coverage when they move Jamie Robinson around. Uh, which Adam Fuller's talked about. McClellan's a guy that they trust to go out there and lock on a receiver. Um, played a lot of corner at Arkansas. Uh, Renardo Green, we'll see. Chris, what, what are your thoughts on Green? I think he's going to be a starter. I think he's very good. He's super competitive. He's very good with his hands. He's very good at battling for the ball in the air at its high point. I think very, very highly of Renardo Green. I think the biggest thing that's held Renardo Green back in his time at FSU is health. Adam, who won? I mean, I, I you liked Brendan in a lot of spots, but my God, did you hate his offensive line for good reason? I mean, it's just putrid, and I don't think he got the value out of wide receiver he needed to to really put himself over the top. Johnny, you can wave your arms around all you want. Johnny Wilson's a question mark until he goes out on a Saturday Sorry. and proves it. Taking uh, the three best wide receivers on the Brandon. roster was really, really, really abhorrent okay. of me. I'm Brent. sorry. Remember when I told you guys somebody cares more about this than the other guy? Here we are. <laughs> Talk <laughs> to me in December, big boy. Talk to me in December. Prophetic. Adam, who won your draft? I think Chris did. Um, Chris won. 
if if Tate Rodemaker has made the the improvements that have been stated, um, <laughs> if he's made the improvements that have been stated, that I think Chris did. If not, then I think it's got to go. You got to go with Brendan. Kevin, your response. Who are you picking for your pick? Is it going to be a clean sweep, or are we going to have a split jury? So I I, I think. I mean, it's easy to look at Brendan's and think it's, I mean, he kind of went off the rails with his center pick um, <laughs> just a little bit. And he turned it into a meme, a meme draft. You, you, um, so mean? it, but I will say his defense is better. He doesn't have a huge liability at linebacker. Oh, he has the better quarterback. Loves, Kev's letting his bias. Oh, hey, let's not have bias, analysis on analysis. I get crime. hated okay, for yeah, Rotomaker love, and I just said Jordan call. Travis is by far the best quarterback. All right, Kevin, what are you thinking, roster? dude? Pick your team. Are you checking a box? Or are you sticking to Landon? I think that if Brendan had a normal offensive line, <laughs> he would have got my vote, <laughs> but he doesn't. And so I can't, I want to choose a Jordan Travis team because I think he's by far the best player on this roster. I personally think he's a top 15 quarterback, maybe a top 10 quarterback on a good day, depending on how he's throwing that football. But I cannot choose a team good spinners to, to feed the team to win. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm sorry, Brendan. I, I got to go with Chris. Oh, much like his real life persona, Brendan's team is too weird to function. Guys, general managers, <laughs> what do we think? I thought we were gonna have a I thought we were gonna have a split decision. We were gonna have to let the fans decide. Kevin was sweating, dude. He was sweating like Brendan back in like round six, but that's what Kevin was sweating like now. Uh boys, what do we think? I thought it was a phenomenal draft. Brendan, you look morose. You look, uh, you, you look distressed. Do you, do you, was justice carried out today? Do you feel good about your team? Are you going to wake up in tomorrow in a haze at Mister Roboto, thinking, "What did I do with my team?" He's going to fire off about fifteen text messages. How could they say that? My team's so much better. I would definitely win. I'm going to wake up to that. Listen, guys, yeah. I've been through this the last two years. Everyone wants to make fun of Brendan on draft day. Oh, Sonor didn't get good value here. Oh, he took too many centers there. You know what? <laughs> they said that before. <laughs> this has been a ongoing <laughs> problem with you. I like snapping the football. Is that important to you guys? <laughs> Here's a real question. Does Brendan actually get to pick next year? Oh, boy. Oh, this is, it's, it's been a coup this entire time, huh? huh? As the commissioner, I'm going to say yes. I you know what? I think I took two starting offensive linemen out of five. Not bad. The odds that Julian Armella or Bryson Estes end the year as starters is pretty decent. So I think I got two and a half starting offensive linemen, to be totally honest with you guys. I think this is being a little overblown right now. Unfortunately, uh, the composition of my offensive line is a lot of undersized. It's <laughs> not traditional. It's not traditional. I mean, but, Baylor had a pretty good offense with just five guards at one point in time, right? Well, yeah, Kendall Browse ain't walking through that door, I guess, with, with that. But, you know, I, mean, I don't think the offensive line is at... We can't be like... <laughs> listen, we we can't all write about how great the offensive line depth is and how much it's been improved, and then all of a sudden I take, you know, five out of the top ten offensive linemen on the you roster. You fully embraced the depth of the offensive line. Yeah, you did. The top ten best offensive linemen on the roster. You know, and then they got the best quarterback in the country, according to Kev. 
Uh, we know tight end is going to be <laughs> amazing. I enjoy uh, you attributing it, points to people that they never said, it, while also raising your voice to make your points more. Nice straw man. Just <laughs> modulating I, the voice tone is what I, we're using for. I, facts I know my wife. I know my wife is lying about something when her voice goes up like this. I finally caught on after four years of marriage. Uh, don't worry, she's not lying about anything. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> back on track. Is lying about things important to you? <laughs> <laughs> So oh, yeah. in all, in all, in all seriousness, the composition of my offense, yes, the offensive line did get away from me a little bit because Chris went on the run there. I think I pivoted as best as I could uh, to basically strengthen what you can strengthen, which is Jay Travis, the best quarterback on the roster. Let's at least get him weapons, big, tall, outside wide receivers to get the ball too quickly. Toe Philly is a screen game specialist, someone you can move around a little bit. You can go five wide with him. Wyatt Rector, I, I know it's hyperbolic on my side that I do enjoy his game, but in terms of fitting in with what J Trav does, vertical seam threat, someone who can at least like force safeties to pay attention to him. So I think I salvage the offense. I do think my defense has cornerstones in the secondary. I think I have the better pass rush, better linebackers. So yeah, I think in a head to head matchup, I'd, I'd feel pretty good about this team being competitive with Chris's Chris uh, stroking your beard, like a James Bond villain. What is your retort? I'm just humored. I drafted Tate Rotomaker. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm the one who took him. I, I think Chris has taken him the last three years. And you being, won the draft. Uh, at some point, I'll actually get the first pick to the in the draft. The I'll just analyst. take the quarterback that I should take. Yeah, hey. Um, no, I mean, I think my team can line up and run the ball. I'm taking a high-risk receiver and span. I'm taking a receiver who we know what the heck he is. I'm taking the tight end who's going to lead the team in receptions at that position. And then I've got two running backs who can run the damn ball. So that's what we're going to do behind a good offensive line. Defensively, yeah, I feel good about my front four, obviously. You know, he's got the better of the two defensive ends when you count the two together. And that linebacker gainer is a drop-off compared to the two and three that he took while I got them one at that position. And I like my secondary. You know, we can't all get the same guys in the secondary. When Robinson's gone, you got to figure out the next one, and Brown's the next guy up at that spot. Thomas is a high upside guy at corner. Cooper's better than Thomas. But I'll take Green and Thomas together before I would have Cooper and Jones out there together. These are facts, guys. We're and we want to hear you. We want to hear what you think because unlike the actual NFL, Knowles twenty four seven cares about the opinions of our fans, and we want all your feedback. I am an open. I am a receptive commissioner. I want to hear everything, boys. I thought the twenty four seven draft was a rousing success. It was hell of a lot more fun than I expected. I thought this was this is this is like an XFL draft, man. Shirts were getting popped off. Like Brendan, you threatened to show your nips multiple times. You're doing it right now. Please don't wreck it right at the end. Chris was there. The analysis was on point. Wait, yep. wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, time. I see somebody saying I'm on the road to make her train. No, no, mark it sir. down, Chris. On the road, you attention to me the last couple of years. If you think that's the case, I'm not that guy. Wait, all right. Well, actually, I, I believe ahead. Chris sent me a picture up the other day. What do you have, Kevin? Do you have, do you have some? Do you have some incriminating evidence? Yeah, Ooh. let me let me see. If someone's I can gonna find have, it. someone's gonna have to forfeit a draft pick. I smell Demetrius Emanuel coming to the team landing stickers. Thank you, shenanigans. We 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 love our synergy as well. Kevin, what do we got here? What kind of what kind of smoking gun are you about to unleash? Yeah, Chris sent me a picture the other day that he had personally photoshopped. 
Um, Chris doesn't want. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. This was personally wow. sent. It's a picture for the p- podcast listeners. It's a picture of Tate Rotomaker's head crudely pasted on a Heisman trophy. Um, done by Chris Nee. Uh, Hanging in the Louvre. Personally, he emailed it to me. Um, you got me. Yeah, it was. Well, guys, <laughs> was, I don't think that there's any better way to end this stream. For the analysts, Kevin and Adam Brown, for the inebriated general manager of the landing sticker, Brandon Sinone, for my God, what? check yes or no. Chris checks yes on do I heart Tate Rotomaker box, Chris Knee box checker, Cactus Jack extraordinaire. I am decommish Trey Roll, and this was a fun stream. Subscribe to the Knowles 24-7 YouTube channel. We're going to be doing fun stuff like this all year, as well as the hard-hitting analysis that you come to see. If you're listening to it on the On the Bench podcast network, it's a network now, folks. Rate us five stars, subscribe, put all the notifications on. It's going to be awesome, and we're going to be here for you all year, unless Brendan drinks himself to where he's got to live under a Tallahassee bridge. I hope it doesn't get there. Cradling his decanter <laughs> like a like a hairless cat from a James Bond movie. That's the theme, guys. We love you so much, and uh, thanks for staying with us. We will see you soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.